Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Thrilled to be with you. Bunch of stuff to talk about, as always. Uh, the Megyn Kelly-Donald Trump interview is fascinating. There's a bunch of stuff in it that's very, very good. Uh, one of the first interactions that's back and forth, and yes, uh, Megyn Kelly and, and former President Trump, they have a little bit of, of history, uh, but both sit down, both do what I thought was a really intriguing, uh, vastly, I'll, I'll say this even before I hit play, vastly different interview than people give to Biden that are on the quote-unquote same side as Biden. Uh, people push and challenge Trump. Trump knows it when he walks into these rooms. He knows that Fox News is is going to go after him more than anyone on the left thinks Fox News will. He knows that Megyn Kelly's going to challenge him. And I think that he comes out as someone who's willing to go and answer those questions. And even if you don't love every answer that's provided, it's much, much better than the world of the, the current president having a predetermined list of people to call on to be like, all right, over here, over there. And that's it. I'm done. Not asking, not answering any questions from anyone else. But first let's get to this about the vaccine itself. Megyn Kelly asked Trump why there's a, in her opinion, sort of a varied message uh, on how Trump is proud of operation warp speed. And that actually comes up later when they're talking about Fauci, uh, but is not necessarily uh, wanting to be tied as closely to say the Democratic position on the vaccine, as um, maybe some are saying he should be, including, of course, uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis seems to think that that's one of the avenues to actually gain a lot more support within the Republican Party. Attack Trump on COVID, attack Trump on lockdowns, all of that. Here's the first part of the exchange. People on the other side, I don't, not my side, although probably there's some on my side too. They said, you saved 100 million people because I got it done in nine months as opposed to five years to 12 years. A lot of people- You're proud of it. No, I'm not proud of it. I'm saying what Democrats think. Democrats. I get it. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm I'm not, not somebody I'm who not, denies some of the good yeah, that the vaccines yeah. did. I, I lived through that too. But yeah. of course, a lot of people have been vaccine injured. And that's one of the questions. Those people are mad that they were rushed through and that they can't sue. Well, I never gave mandates. And people have to make up their own, you know, make their own decision as far as I'm concerned. Now, some places had mandates, very strong mandates. Uh, largely Democrat governors and probably some Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. But there are Democrats that say, why aren't you talking about that? It's one of the, they really believe strongly. One said, you say, and this is very smart people. They said, you saved a hundred million people. We're All right, let me stop it right there. Here's what I think is fascinating about this, about a bunch of the things that have happened, um, whether it was the sit down with uh, Tucker Carlson, uh, whoever uh, Trump is talking to, is it does seem that there's a shift in the desire to demonstrate to those who would be the quote-unquote independent, unlikely to vote for Trump people uh, that you hear about all the time. When someone goes beyond the election um, for the actual nomination, beyond the you know primaries themselves, and says Trump could never get elected, this is not my opinion, this is some opinions out there, could never get elected in the general election, too many people hate him, too many people are unwilling uh, to see any of the good that Trump may have done, uh, whatever they say about that. 
And these moments seem to be a desire to demonstrate a reason to go ahead and punch a ticket for someone if you're an independent or if you're someone that knows that Biden is a terrible candidate to be our next president. Is it a working um, a message on the conservative side of the aisle? Maybe not. I think that's what Megyn Kelly is getting at. And I'm sure a lot of people agree with some of the positions she's taking on certain aspects of this. But again, I don't think that Trump's um, a goal right now is to convince more conservatives that he's a person you should vote for for president. I think it's convincing anyone else that is, um, you know, apparently a difficult target uh, for him, according to some. And these are the I, the ways you, you get there. And I think that the support for Trump from the um, conservative side of the aisle is strong enough to weather any of this. That's my opinion. But this is something that's going viral and uh, DeSantis specifically put up on his uh, social media campaign. Now, about Fauci, I also thought this exchange was pretty interesting. Kelly trying to really press him on whether or not uh, he should have fired Dr. Anthony Fauci. And then throwing out something that I'll explain a little bit better in detail uh, that might seem like Trump is trying to evade the question. Fire Anthony Fauci uh, was because he'd been there for a long time, that you would have taken heat, that it would have created a firestorm, quoting your words. Then for the first time in May... I also said I didn't listen to him too much. I'm getting there. But then in in May, you started saying, well, he's a civil servant, so I couldn't technically. The truth is, though, not only did you not fire Fauci, who is loathed by many, many millions of Republicans in particular, but also some Democrats. By the way... You made him a star. You made him a star. This is the criticism of you, that you made him the face of the White House coronavirus task. You think so? That he was added... All right, hold on. I want to get to the rest of that back and forth. I think that's fascinating. But I love the do you think so from Trump, because... You have to remember the narrative with Fauci was that Trump and Fauci were absolutely at odds with each other every step of the way once Fauci became a prominent part of any of those. And I know that Trump's the president. He chooses who is there and who's not there at those um, you know, daily press briefings for COVID. Uh, but the absolute truth is that behind closed doors and to the general public, the assumption was that they did not agree with each other. And uh, sometimes Fauci would say something. Trump would go up to the podium and say something different. Fauci would correct him. And then the few times that Fauci wasn't there, mainstream left-leaning crazy media went viral with, oh my God, Fauci's been silenced. Fauci's been silenced. So I actually think it's interesting to go this road. But here, a little more. Every presser that he was running herd for the administration on COVID and that you actually gave him a presidential commendation before you left office. Wouldn't you like a do-over on that? Uh, I don't know who gave him the commendation. <laughs> I really don't know who gave him the commendation. Presidential commendation. One went off to Mark Somebody probably handed him a commendation. He probably, but let me just tell you about <laughs> Fauci. Fauci was very important in the Biden administration, much less important. If you know, he didn't want to stop China. He wanted to let everyone come in from China. I stopped it. I overrode it. I overrode many of the things he did. He was much less important to me. Now, with that all being said, he's been there for years. He was respected. He lost a lot of the respect because of COVID, but he was respected. And on COVID, if you know what I did, I let the governors run their states. And many of the governors uh, opened up their states. Some of them didn't. I do think that that's an interesting point, too, with Trump, that he says that it really wasn't anything he did, even as Fauci was a prominent member of those daily task force. Uh, Trump never took any presidential action, any federal action to force things to go a certain way. And as far as that uh, accommodation goes, Trump did award or a press release by the White House that came out did award a lot of people 
presidential commendations for Operation Warp Speed, not like a we're giving this to Fauci specifically. And a lot of names are on that list, including Dr. Anthony Fauci. Operation Warp Speed was a success. And what I mean by that is and this is what Trump is is, you know, um, struggling or maybe some think struggling with. Uh, he did uh, get a version of a vaccine out to the public. He did not intend for that to be a mandated vaccine, and it was in a lot of places, much quicker than was likely to happen. Democrats uh, uh, hated the idea of Operation Warp Speed when it occurred, and then after it was done, obviously loved everything about it. But here's the thing, and this is the thing that's probably difficult for a lot of people, including myself sometimes, to accept and hear. Without the vaccine, the amount of um, left-leaning, uh, in-power people that would have kept things closed even longer would have been insane. So it's almost a, a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation, because if there was not a vaccine that hit the market as quickly as it did, there wouldn't have been the excuse to do certain things. I'm not saying it was the right decision, but I am saying it's a decision that certainly seems to need a lot of context to decide how nuanced of a position was taken on it. All right, that was, that was a bit longer than we meant to have. I'll take a break in just a little bit. Uh, we'll go straight to traffic first. Uh, after the break, I have a story that I really, really love uh, that I can't wait to talk about that's totally not any of this at all, uh, but it's about something that apparently social media is convinced men think about every day. No, it's not that. It's something else. 